Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond and welcome to Isogo TV. Wherever you are on your strengths journey, I want to help you take your greatest strengths and apply them to your everyday work and your everyday life. This is episode 19, The Hidden Power of Weakness. And today we are trying to tackle or at least start to uncover this challenging topic to managers especially that the hidden power of weakness comes from admitting them as a manager and creating an environment where it's safe for the people around you to admit the things that they're not as great at. I've certainly seen it in the people that I've worked with and I'm living it. So let's dive in. Sometimes I work with teams or individuals apart from, separate from their managers. And it really doesn't take long for them to start to ask the question, hmm, is my manager gonna know about this? Is my manager going to start to understand strengths or a strengths perspective or the language of strengths finder like I'm learning right now? Because you know, a productivity can happen as an individual. You know, if you know your own strengths and you can apply them to your work and your life, you will be more productive, more energized, more efficient, more satisfied in what you're doing. When it comes to a team and a team environment and applying your strengths together, allowing each other to fill in the holes that you have, your own weaknesses, to mitigate for those by filling it in with other people, the power of a strengths perspective is amplified. And really, for you as a manager, that's all up to you. It's your responsibility because you are the one that's creating an environment where it's safe to call on each other's strengths in areas where we're weak. Because in order to call on each other's strengths, we have to admit our weaknesses and that is not an easy thing to do for anyone. You know, back in episode 15, we talked through how to have your best one-on-one -on -one meeting, and it was part two of, of, uh, of that series. And there was a manager there who wasn't really feeling like a great manager, and what we realized was that she really needed to call on the strengths of the other people around her. That's the way she was gonna engage them. That was the way that she was that they together as a team were going to succeed and be more productive and accomplish what they were going for. But it took, in those one-on-one -on -one meetings, her first, as the manager, admitting where she wasn't as strong, where she needed them, their help and their strengths to come in. A client of mine that I've worked with, and I actually worked with him as an individual, so he worked in an office that really didn't come from a strengths perspective, didn't understand or appreciate the fact that people have different strengths and have different things they're not as great at. And he had a conversation with one of the people in his office um, that really in some ways kind of saddens me because they leave so much on the table for what they could have achieved together. So Derek, my client, and his uh, office mate, <laughs> Taylor, had a conversation where Taylor was saying, you know, oh, man, I love working on uh, on the computer, basically. I love uh, writing memos and working uh, uh, working and thinking through things right here at my fingertips. Um, I can really pound things out and power, power through things. But when I get these phone calls, oh, man, I just, it's so disruptive and the interruption is 
killing me. And once I'm talking to them, I don't even I don't even really enjoy it. These people drive me crazy. And I don't like letting it go to my voicemail because I have to check my voicemail and I have to call them back. It all just feels like a disruption. It's kind of venting. But Derek saw what she was, what Taylor was doing. It was, it was like, oh man, I love that stuff. So Derek said to Taylor, you know, hey, why don't you forward me your calls and I'll take them. You know, sometimes when I'm interrupted, I actually feel like I'm more productive after the interruption than I was ever being before the interruption. I love kind of talking things out uh, in vivo. I, when I'm sitting behind a computer and just have to kind of think for hours, I really get drained. But when I can answer people's strange questions, I can, uh, I feel like I'm energizing, can really thrive and I feel like I you know, offer some good advice. Plus, we share a wall, you can always know if I'm, you know, saying something wrong or incorrect. And Taylor immediately recoiled. Taylor said, oh, oh, actually, you know, well, you know, I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm good at that too. I like that. I like that too. I like talking to people too. I just, you know, I, you know, I, I got it. I got it. You know, no, that's, it's okay. You know, it's part of my job and I'm, I'm going to do it. Whoa, what a backpedaling, what a change for Taylor to, to say, you know what? No, 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 no. I can't admit that that's not something I'm good at. I can't admit that that's a weakness of mine and allow you to come in and do my job for me. And maybe there's a little bit of that on Taylor, but most of that is on their manager, on their leader, who did not create a safe environment for them to be able to one, admit weaknesses, and then also have permission to get to success in a way that was unique, in a way that called on each other. Rather, there was a specific set of duties that everyone had to do check them off the list and get there. But in the end, and what it was so sad is that the manager would say that together their performance was less than average. I mean, less than average? When they could have been calling on each other's strengths, admitting their own places where they could use assistance and get to their place of success, get to their goals in a way that was far above average, even excellent by working together as a team in an environment where it was safe to do so. So managers, it's on you. It's on you to create an environment that appreciates the strengths of, of themselves and of each other. And in that recognizes that not everyone is gonna be energized or be good at the, at least from a natural talent perspective at everything, but that you guys can create uh, uh, ultimate success. You guys can be excellent at what you do, be even more productive, more profitable, increase more sales. If you work together, allow the team to work together to get there in their unique way. That you will, in that safe environment, call on people's strengths to achieve what you set out to achieve. So, Let's use this. And you know, here's the thing. People are going to see weakness, recognize your weakness, no matter what, whether you tell them or don't. So it's up to you to create an environment where that weakness is okay and you can use each other's strengths to fill in for those weaknesses. And really, it starts with you. So this week, in your next team meeting or your next gathering of the people that you manage or are part of your team, 
tell them where you need their help. You know, it's not about, this is the area I'm weak in, but rather drawing out the strengths of other people in areas that you know aren't as strong for you. Single out somebody and say that you need their strength to show up in this particular area. And once you do that, I would love to hear from you. Or if you want help brainstorming, I'd love to do that too. So leave a comment over uh, associated with this episode, episode 19 at isogostrong.com or over on the Facebook page. You know, I want this message of strength to get out to, to the world, to eliminate that hate and strife and unnecessary frustration that happens at home and definitely at work every day so that we can get past that and to our ultimate places of success. So share Isogo TV and help get that word out. I would really appreciate it. And I'm glad that you joined me here today and I hope that you join me here next week on Isogo TV.